This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. You're one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Hey guys, it's Coach T and I'm back with another episode of Maxing You. I'm really excited about today's episode. I am interviewing a dear friend of mine, Mira Kelly. And Mira, if you don't know her, is a best-selling author. She speaks around the world about spirituality. She's been on Oprah's Soul Sunday as she's got a very impressive resume. But today, Mira's with us and she's chatting with us about mindfulness, relationships, holidays, New Year's resolutions, and how we can remove all the blocks that are in our life for us to get what we truly want. Take a listen. Hi, everyone. So thanks for joining another episode of Maxing You Podcast. And I'm so thrilled today to have my dear friend, Mira Kelly, on. And she is just amazing. I just told you about all of her wonderful accomplishments and accolades. And so I thought that it'd be great to have Mira on um, during this interesting time that we find ourselves. Hi, Mira. How are you? Hello, beautiful. I'm so happy to be with you. I am thrilled for our conversation. So yeah. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) So I wanted to, so this podcast is all about sort of self-growth, well-being, relationships, all these things, sort of elevating ourselves so that we elevate all aspects of our lives. And so, of course, during this time, one of the things that comes to mind is what are some of the things that you're thinking in terms of staying grounded amid the chaos that has been this year and the uncertainty that everyone's been facing? What are you thinking on that? I have to tell you, I dug deep into what's important to me, what are my priorities and how I can grow. Because, you know, even though I vote, I stand where I stand in terms of, you know, supporting the consciousness of um, of all of us moving through this uh, transition. Ultimately, it's really about me, right? How do, who do I want to come out of as after this change, this pressure cooker that we're all in. So I went to basics and um, my basics are work and me, (laughs) aren't they for everybody anyway? And so I have been, I have been called in a whole new way to serve, to give, to do through my work. So I have been spending a lot of time there. And then the basics in order for me to stay grounded have been taking care of me, right? Taking care of my body, my mind, and, and really being there for me. And so that's really, that's really where I am. That's really where you find me right here, right now. Right. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. Uh, very important, very foundational, but still important. Um, so I know that you work with your clients um, with lots of you know blockages and these sorts of things. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your work so people have a good foundation? So I came into my work through the path of past life regression, and that still continues to be a very significant basis of everything I do. And that's how you and I connected, right, through past life regression. And um, and from there on, I have been able to bring in so many other important aspects of growth and change and up-leveling for people uh, all around working with the mind. And because 
because you know it's not just about healing our karma from other lifetimes it's also about dealing with our mindset right here right now so that we tune ourselves to the next level of growth to the next level of what is it that we want to stand for and be known for and more so what do we want to experience and I know that this is the piece of uh, my work that resonates with what you do with how you guide your clients and and the people who tune into your message and so I believe that the way I believe that the creation of reality starts from within, right? The inner environment within us. And so as we set up things within ourselves is how we experience the, how we experience them out in the world. And this is really where the magic of my work is, right? Tuning in the inner environment so that the outer environment responds and reflects. Absolutely. So lots of listeners um, are in relationships or they are looking for new relationships. And so what do you say about, um, you know, how they can sort of remove some of these past blockages? Maybe they're just things that they're dealing with, you know, in this lifetime, things that are sort of causing them trouble. What would you tell your clients? Oh my God, I feel like I have a PhD in relationships, right? And um, and even though, uh, and this deep uh, learning started for me only after I went through a divorce, right? So the, it, it, that's when I, I I faced so many of the of the challenges. And one of the biggest things I needed to work through was this whole issue of abandonment, this whole issue of feeling wanted, feeling worthy and so forth. And so, so um, there are so many, that's why I was saying to you, uh, I feel like I have a PhD in relationships because there are so many aspects we can take this conversation in, right? And, and yet ultimately it comes down to one such simple thing as it all starts with loving ourselves, find, being there for ourselves, claiming our worthiness, and, and, and then claiming that what we dream and desire is possible, that we are worthy of our needs being met, and, and really staying in that truth. And sure enough, the universe always responds with a person who is willing to be there for us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, do you have any particular um, tips or tools that you guide your clients on when they're trying to align with this partner? So they, they have this list of what it is they're looking for. They're not there yet, but what would you tell them as they're trying to journey there? Gosh, um, it's um, my suggestion will be to start from start with the problem. In other words, really, rather than going out into the world and jumping on a Bumbo or Match.com, because you know I hear Match is resurfacing again. My suggestion <laughs> is for people to really sit with themselves for a moment and really become clear on the places where things have not worked out and the emotional the emotional pain they've been through now my my the work that I do with people goes in, in very deep into clearing that pain clearing those uh, memories and feelings and fears and and so forth and um, and so my suggestion will be start right there but don't allow yourself to sit and simmer and and continue the story of and there's no hope for me right be be clear on where you stand 
understand and start telling the better story, start healing those emotions, start looking up and start seeing the greater possibility. And, um, and so it's really that deep feeling of transitioning, but not but by when I say transitioning from the pain into the ease and the flow and the faith and the trust. But I don't mean doing it in a way where you kind of try to put whipped cream on a pile of stuff that is not resolved because it never really works. Um, my suggestion is while you're building the future, while you're becoming clear on who is it that you want, who is it that you want to call into your life, doing all the magical witchy things we do to call in and manifest our partner, my suggestion is also simultaneously clear the past, right? Work through, work through the not enoughness. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we are coming up on the you know end of the year. And so there are lots of New Year's resolutions that are simmering. And so for people who don't really have a current spiritual or mindfulness practice, are there any easy things like practical tips or tricks again, that you would that you might suggest? Oh my God, I love your question because I do have the perfect answer. So my suggestion for people is pick a statement that allows you to feel grounded and allows you to feel that you are focused in the direction you want to work and make it your mantra, make it your self-hypnosis statement, make it your incantation and come back to the truth of that sentence over and over, repeat it over and over. And so what you will be doing by saying that sentence over and over is you will be literally acting as the hypnotist, hypnotizing yourself and training your subconscious, reprogramming your subconscious using the neuroplasticity of the brain to really rewire your brain to look up, to see, to see the better future, the greater potential, the greater possibility. And so that is such an easy way for you to stay grounded, connected, and looking up, right? Looking towards that which you're looking to create. Absolutely. And so I think I read this in one of your newsletters during the pandemic. You mentioned something about um, using your practice and relating it to food or like eating or something to that to that effect. Could you share that? Because we're also all about, you know, uh, body wellness and whatever that means for us. So I know some are struggling with that. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's, it's so interesting because um, the, the belief that is behind the food that we ingest is really the most important thing, right? Um, um, I, I, um, I, I've always loved sweets, especially tiramisu. Taylor, if you want to make me happy, just like girlfriend, come over to my house and let's have oh, tiramisu. <laughs> so uh, there was a time in my life when I was looking to, oh my God, this is such a good story. I was looking to actually stop eating chocolate and sweets. And so I read this book, which was basically back then I had no idea what I was reading, right? But obviously I knew what I was reading, but I had no idea what I was doing. Right. And so what this author was suggesting is basically repeat the, uh, these statements to yourself and really work with your beliefs around chocolate. And so through the guidance of this man, I created this really 
attitude in my head where sugar and sweets and chocolate was evil and I was staying away from it and so forth, which obviously we all know that, you know, sugar is not the healthiest of things we can ingest processed sugar. Right. And so that resulted in this very clear space because that was my intention. I wanted to, uh, uh, I wanted to stop eating sugar. It resulted in this very clear break moment where for the next four years, I didn't touch sugar. I was staying away from bread, from pasta. Sure enough, that, that reflected in my body. However, my dad passed away. And in the grief of it all, I reached out to sweets, right? I was like, Oh, that used to give me comfort. Maybe it would do the same for me too again, right? And so that's how I came back into eating sweets. And so I swear now because I had created this belief that sugar is this evil thing and I got to stay away from it. And I swear every time I consume something that had, you know, some something something I swear the next day it was right right on my thighs as an extra pound yeah and 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 I I realized this whole thing and I was like oh my god I, I did like literally how, how is this serving me now right it shouldn't be the case I and so then I had to reverse the belief and so I I told you this little silly story to share with you that uh, the way we approach food and our and and our diet it's really important that we do it from a place of self-love that we do it from a place of realize that everything you tell yourself is true the body is listening and if you know it will reflect that and so my suggestion is really look for those uplifted positive beliefs uh, that actually serve you as we go into the holiday season and as we're looking to negotiate this whole thing of food and diet and so forth. Absolutely. So you've mentioned a few times self-love. Um, and so what do you tell people who feel like they just don't have the time to put into any of these mindful practices, the affirmations, the writing, the whatever, they're busy, they don't have time. Like I always think of it as a self-love sort of thing, but do you have any thoughts? I know you work with many clients who probably have this issue. Oh my God. Um... Self-love is such an interesting thing, right? Um, so I've been proclaiming uh, that I love myself ever since I've been a kid. Not that I heard somebody tell me I should do this. It just felt natural. And I had a very loving mother who gave me a healthy sense of confidence. So, you know, I love myself. And then sometime ago, I spoke with this wise um, woman who said to me, baby, you gotta, you gotta work on your worthiness and self-love. And that really caught me by surprise because you know I've been the kid who's been like I love myself everything here I approve of and so um and so that made me really study and examine this whole idea of self-love and be like okay well I trust this woman so what is it that I'm missing right what is self-love because um I oftentimes hear this for, from from clients people say to me okay I get it but what is really self-love because it's not just about getting a haircut or you know going to the spa there must be more to it and you know self-love is all these mindful 
practices, but it's also self-forgiveness. It's also self-expression. It's of course, obviously self-care. This is, this is the stuff we all talk about, right? When we usually speak of uh, self-love, but it's also being there for ourselves. So if, um, if some of your listeners are saying, yeah, yeah, that question that Taylor asked, that's me, I'm busy. I really don't have the time. Yeah. My, my answer is very simple. In your head, be there for yourself. Be your greatest cheerleader. Be, be the person who just really has your back and embraces you. And whenever you're faced with situations, always come from a place of, and I love myself more, right? Like literally, I love myself more. I'm choosing me. I'm my priority what is important to me is the priority here. In other words, really approach things from that place of it's my job to love myself, right? Because somebody who takes on a mission of doing something, be it a mom, be it a, a, a professional under a certain job title, we show up and do the work. So if each one of us takes on this purpose and this mission of I'm here to love myself, oh my God, watch each and every one of us make the time for ourselves, be there for ourselves and, um, and, really, and really apply these principles because there's so much to self-love and yet it always comes though it comes down to I'm worthy I choose myself I matter I'm important what I need is important right all of that yeah and so then what comes to mind is some people are probably listening and thinking well of course she's into spirituality of course this is what she says but can you sort of rewind a bit to your background like you didn't always do this I think it's important oh for God. people to sort of get that bigger picture Oh my God, yes, absolutely. I, for a very long time, I used to work as an attorney. I was a corporate attorney. I was representing publicly traded companies, you know, NASDAQ stock exchange, publicly traded companies. And this was so far away from my reality, right? And I, I, I felt like I was a spirit undercover. I didn't have people to talk to about these things. And so I, I, I remember having a conversation with someone about this whole thing of this is my life. And yet I see, I read these spiritual books. I go to the workshops. I listen to, to people speak. Um, and I had this uh, conversation with someone who was saying, gosh, I wish it could just escape my life. And, um, and live basically in a monastery, right? And really have this be my life. And I said to her, no, it's not really the game because your soul chose to be here. You wouldn't be here if you're not meant to be here. It's about bringing heaven to earth, not about running away to heaven. In other words, everything that speaks to you, every tiny little alteration you can make and bring into your everyday life and do it from a place of I'm just I'm just adding I'm just bringing more of me into everyday life that's how we get to live heaven on earth I love that I love that so much so much because I think we've all been there I know I have totally wanting to escape but realizing that I can't and I've got to make the best out of what is 
No, that's fantastic. So I'm asking everyone this is the last question. So what are your 2021, what's your big outlook? Is there anything that you're doing, anything exciting that we can check in with you to maybe like a course, anything? Oh my God. So 2021, um, I am excited to continue to do my work and to continue to serve, right? I feel very attuned to my work. So in other words, um, it's just more of what I'm serving and more of what I'm doing. Um, in terms of my personal life, I have been saying to myself that my life is full of joy and sweetness and pleasure and fun. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking for a, a lighter and more fun, a lighter year filled with so much more fun. And in terms of my work, oh gosh, stay tuned. We'll have fun with all the things I teach. Oh, absolutely. And where can they find um, your work? Uh, MiraKelly.com, M-I-R-A-K-E-L-L-E-Y.com. And um, everywhere on social media, it's all under Mira Kelly. And um, thank you so much for even, uh, you know, bringing this up because um, being able to share with people on all the platforms, obviously through my website as well, is such an opportunity. It's such a joy. So yeah, I'm excited to connect with everyone. Well, great. Thank you so much for coming on. We're so blessed to, you know, have, have heard all the nuggets that you've given us. Have an amazing day and thank you for having me. Okay. We'll see you. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Mira. It was amazing. Lots of great insights there. If fitness, nutrition, mindfulness, any of that stuff drive with you, take a look at maxingyou.com. We've got lots of free content. You can learn about our courses and all the cool things that we're doing. Thanks for joining us, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time. In the meantime, check us out at maxing underscore you on IG. See you later. This was another episode of Maxing You. Keep up with Coach T off the podcast and follow our Instagram at maxing underscore you. Follow us. Want some more of Maxing You? Yeah, I'm lit. Yeah. Visit our site, maxingyou.com.